I am Maddie Mitchell, and I'm reporting to you live from the mountains. Um, I ran away to the mountains. I need to stop saying I ran away because there's a very negative connotation with that. I did not run away. This was very planned, okay? Um, I'm in the mountains for the fall. It's so beautiful here. Make sure you're following me on TikTok, shameless plug, because you'll see my mountain girl era content on there. Um, So make sure you're following me on there need to mute my phone. Um, anyways, anyways, how are we doing today? I hope you guys are having a fabulous Wednesday is the day I'm uploading this, but whatever day you're listening to, I hope you're having a fabulous day. I am actually really excited for today's episode um, because it was very spur of the moment, this idea. I had another idea planned that I'll probably do for next week, but I had this idea, um, as you can tell by the title, I'm talking about the worst main characters on TV. There is a movie thrown in there. There are some people that aren't really main characters, but just people in general that you're supposed to be rooting for, for some reason, question mark. Um, And I got this idea because I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls. And as we'll get into momentarily, I hate every single character in Gilmore Girls. I really do. Um, And it just got me thinking. I was like, I don't know if I have enough to do a whole episode about this, but I just have a lot to say, as always. Um, So I thought that I might as well just beat this topic because I... I'm like really on a tangent right now and I just like need to voice my my opinions, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, like I said, I'm talking about the worst I'm mostly they're protagonists of TV shows that, you know, typically when it's a protagonist of a TV show or a movie, you were supposed to like that person. You were supposed to be rooting for them. You were supposed to stand by them regardless of the mistakes that they make, right? Throughout their journey and and watch their character development and watch them grow so even oftentimes in the beginning you might be like oh they're kind of you know but then you watch them grow and you like them and that's the case with a lot of of main characters right like Blair Waldorf for example of Gossip Girl we got to watch her grow did she ever become the most emotionally mature bitch in the room never (laughs) never and I wouldn't expect that from her you know what I mean but we did we get to we got to watch her grow and I think that's beautiful in a way In in a in a way I think that's beautiful because you're still rooting for her even though she like does terrible shit there's something there's something in her character that makes you root for her And (laughs) with the people I'm about to talk about, it is just, that is not the case. That is just not the case. Um, And I'm very curious to see if you guys agree with me. And then I was thinking also at the end, um, I also looked up some of like what other people think are the worst protagonists of TV shows and movies. So I might run through some of those afterwards and see if they're ones that I disagree with. Uh, But let's just let's just get into it because I weirdly was able to conjure up a lot very very quickly so let's get into it we're gonna start with Gilmore Girls because that's the one that's like fresh on my mind I'm watching Gilmore Girls right now because it's fall and that's like when you watch Gilmore Girls right that is like that's Gilmore Girls time to shine and I actually haven't watched Gilmore Girls in probably like seven years I watched it when I was in high school actually yeah, six or seven years probably. I watched it when I was in high school for the first time. Absolutely loved it. And I think the year that I watched it, uh, it was also the year that they came out with their um, reunion, you know, that like four episode little follow-up. I don't know what you call it, but they came out with that that year too. So it was like, a, it was a great year for Gilmore Girls. But 
Unfortunately, it wasn't a great year for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Gilmore Girls is really hard to say, especially if you're seeing it so frequently like I am right now. But I realized that and I kind of realized this at the time, but like all my friends were watching it and were obsessed with it. And it's a really weird thing to love a show. Like I love the show. The vibes are so great. It's very comforting. It's very like there's it just feels like a hug. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the characters are terrible people. Like I, I think they're all insufferable for the most part. Let's just run through the cast real quick. First of all, we have the Gilmore girls themselves. We have Miss Lorelai and Miss Rory. Both of those girls are so fucking, they're insufferable. They're fully insufferable. Lorelai is truly one of the worst depictions of a mother there I said it and it's funny because you're supposed to think the opposite you're supposed to think like wow she's a cool mom like I want her to be my mom because she's so chill and she's like young and fun and she's more like an older sister than a mom but that woman has legitimately no boundaries whatsoever like no boundaries whatsoever like those two need to go to therapy so bad like family counseling because they have such an unhealthy bond and attachment to each other that's just annoying (laughs) and it's really it's really just like like all of the issues stem from their like weird bond with each other do you know what I mean like every single issue on the show is because like they're fighting which is interesting because typically that's a dynamic that you see between you know, of romantic relationship, you know, like if it's like in a sitcom or, um, or even like a teen drama, most of the drama, most of the plot revolves around like romantic relationships being tumultuous and dramatic. Right. But with them, it's like, they are the cause of all of their problems. And it's like, to the point where it's like, you need to, and I know, I know what you're thinking. Like it's literally just a TV show, like relax. And I get that. I do. But at the same time, it's like, you guys need to figure out like time and time again, Lorelai is the fucking worst. Like I'm on season one right now because I just started rewatching it. But just the way that she handles every single interaction is she's so self-centered. Like she genuinely thinks the world revolves around her and is like, but and it's so weird because she like gives Rory a lot of freedom. But then when Rory makes like one mistake, which obviously she's going to because she's 16 and her mom and like has a mother who gives her way too much freedom, then she like gets so fucking mad at her. And it's like, well, girl, what what did you expect here? Like, what did you expect the outcome to be? And then on the flip side, we have Rory. And here's the thing. I do think Rory is insufferable, but I think her insufferability be- comes from comes from her mother. So it's like, how much can I really blame her? Like she was just raised this way. You know what I mean? I think if she didn't have such a, str- a strong and unhealthy relationship with her mother, then maybe she would have turned out better. Maybe she would have like become her own person a little bit. You know what I mean? She's just like a carbon copy of Lorelai. And considering we all know how I feel about Lorelai because I just went on like a three minute rant about her. Guess how I feel about Rory because they're the same person. You know what I mean? And both of them are just so like the whole world revolves around me. And you might be thinking, yeah, because it's their TV show. Fair enough. Fair enough. But would you want to be friends with those people? No, 
you wouldn't. They would be so draining. Like there's so many scenes where Lorelai is like complaining about her life and poor Suki is like going through it and she just can't read the fucking room. She can't read the fucking room. She doesn't take anything seriously either. Like when something actually serious is happening, she just like makes a joke about it. And it's like, we love comedic relief. Like if anyone loves comedic relief, it is me. But girl, you have to like take something seriously. Ugh. Anyways, I hate Lorelai. I hate Rory. And here's the thing, because I've seen a lot of TikToks over the last few years about Gilmore Girls and if people are team Dean or team Logan or team Jess, I I forgot Jess for a second. Sorry, that's a crime, honestly. But I've seen weirdly a lot of people are team Dean and I've always been like, that's fucking weird, right? Because it is. But now that I'm watching it again, I'm like, actually, there's something seriously wrong with you if you're team Dean. He is horrible. He's wretched. He is actually wretched. He has no redeeming qualities. He's just like a tree stump. Like he, uh, he brings nothing to the table. He's kind of rude too. Like he's kind of standoffish, which is weird. Like, I don't know why that's appealing at all to anyone. I don't know. And also it's like weird to me that like there's an episode where he like tries to fight Tristan, AKA Chad Michael Murray, who we will get to later. Don't you worry. Um, but there's a scene where he's like trying to fight him and I'm like, where does this like tough guy act come from? Like you are not tough. Do you know what I mean? And that's like very cringy for some reason. Also, I just want to give this disclaimer that like everything I'm about to say is me acting as if these characters are real people. So I know that's weird because it's obviously a TV show and I want you to, I want to acknowledge that I know that. Okay. I know that, but for the sake of this, I do not know that. And I hate these people. Hate Dean, hate Lorelai, hate Rory. Who else do I hate on that show? Honestly, I I stand Luke. I stand Luke. Sometimes he's fucking annoying, but like for the most part, overall stand. Overall stand Suki. Overall stand Lane. I fucking love Paris. Paris is overlooked. And I I posted a TikTok actually about how I hate all of the Gilmore Girls characters. And someone said growing up is realizing that Paris was always the best character. And that is so true. She is someone who stands her ground. Like, she's the only one that you could be like, wow, she's a good role model. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's just true. She just is a good role model, I feel like. So I stand Paris. And that's that's literally all I have to say. After 10 minutes, that's all I have to say. So let me know if you agree with that, actually, because I feel like that's kind of controversial, me saying that. But because I feel like people, a lot of people don't like Lorelai, but they can tolerate Rory. But certain times she just does things. I'm like, ugh. Ugh, you know? Okay, moving on. We have Carrie Bradshaw of Sex in the City. I see Carrie Bradshaw is she's such an icon. She really is. She's an icon, she's a legend, but when it comes down to it, she's terrible. She really is. She is another word, like I just I can't I know I'm gonna say this word too much, but like insufferable. Like if you went out to dinner with your friends and one of your friends was Carrie Bradshaw, she's the type of friend that you are around and then you leave and you literally need to like take a hot bath and like go to bed immediately because you just like, she just drained all of the energy from your body. I just know it. I just know it. She's an energy draining person because she makes everything about herself. Literally every single thing is about herself. And again, is it because it's her show? Could be. For sure could be. But she, like all of her friends throughout the show go through like way bigger 
deal bigger problems than she does and she like never takes that into account ever she's just the worst god she she ugh and she always is like roping everyone into her drama too and you know what I mean she is a terrible person for what she did to Aiden like she's just not she's not a good person and she's also I feel like always um being very judgmental of her friends which is so not the vibe because you get to be this like annoying ass bitch and your friends just put up with it and then like they say something kind of controversial and you're like and girl are you kidding you literally cheated on Aiden what are you doing and don't get me wrong because I am a big girl through and through and through but she's just like not there she also is very like childish in a way do you know what I mean like she's just kind of not she has no emotional maturity to her whatsoever in my opinion um and it's really I think it really is just like this selfish self-centered super needy like anytime she did something by herself she made a huge deal about it as if she was actually (laughs) like a superhero She's like, and then I just walked home by myself. It's like, okay, so many people do that. What are you talking about? She just thinks everything that she does is like the most revolutionary thing in the world. And that in and of itself is annoying. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of like in every single episode, she does at least one thing that makes you be like, girl, shut up. And for that, she made my list. Um, all right. Who's next on the list? Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Next up on the list, we have Ross motherfucking Geller of the iconic American TV sitcom Friends. Now, Ross Geller is a special breed because he fucking sucks. He sucks so bad. And I, I truly, truly struggle to find one redeeming quality about that man like at least Carrie Bradshaw she's iconic you know what I mean she's fashionable she's like a unique personality and same thing with Lorelai and Rory right like they are their own person even though I just said they're the same person but you know what I mean they have unique personality traits what is Ross's that he's fucking boring that he's a paleontologist like no one cares Ross literally no one cares first of all he cheated on Rachel. So immediately scumbag of the week. I hate him. I hate him because I'm, I'm so sorry. Rachel was so out of Ross's league and for him to, after he had been pining after her for years and years and years, and he has the actual audacity to cheat on her. I'm so, I'm so sorry. He has a very strange relationship with his sister that never sat well with me in my soul. It never sat well with me. They were a little bit, a little bit too close. Hated that. Always hated that. And again, it's just, he doesn't have like every single other character on that show because that's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm a sitcom queen. Like if I am one thing, I am an absolute lover, connoisseur of sitcoms. I love them to death. I think they're so amazing. And the best thing about sitcoms is because it's such a short form of television, 
they have to make super, super unique characters, right? Like right off the bat, you know that this character is that type of person. This character is that type of person. It's what makes the show work in that kind of, you know, synchronicity every single episode. You know pretty much what each character, like who each character is. You know, Chandler's the funny guy. Joey's the actor that eats sandwiches. Rachel's the fashionable one whose life is falling apart. Phoebe's the nutcase. Monica's the woman with a cleaning addiction who's a chef. You know what I mean? Ross is what? The like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, He reminds me of Eeyore. That's what... <laughs> not the word I'm looking for but you know how Eeyore is so like sad and what is the word I'm looking for like so like mopey he's yes he's a mope he's such a little mopey mope and like he's never happy like when is he ever happy on this show when this turns into like wait is Ross just suffering crippling depression and maybe he is honestly because he is literally never happy um but to be fair his life sucks because he made it that way now that I'm thinking about it, like maybe that was his character trait was just like being the mope, like the sad mope that everyone hates. That could be. Honestly, that could be. And for that, maybe I stand a little bit, but overall I hate him. And I think it comes from this place of like whenever good things happen, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I just hate it when good things happen to him. But like his whole premise from the beginning is that um, you know, he gets dumped by his wife and he's again like a sad mope because he was dumped by his wife which yeah fair enough you can be sad and mopey I would think if your wife cheats on you like that's fair enough but then he makes his entire personality trait being obsessed with Rachel like his whole world is like I love Rachel like he's reading into everything Rachel does like he is obsessed border like borderline obsessed and then Rachel decides like you know what she she did one of those she did that thing that girls do when they're like I'm gonna give the ugly guy a chance and then the ugly guy like cheats on them and then you're like where the what I'm sorry I'm sorry I only wanted to go out with you because you were like you were obsessed with me that's how it was supposed that was the dynamic here and then he pulled switcheroo on her and cheated on her and like what was that what was that so then it, it just became confusing because it was like, I'm sorry, your whole personality trait was being obsessed with Rachel and now you cheated on her and you guys are broken up. So weird vibes all around there. Weird, weird, weird vibes. And then what even? Ha- oh, and then he like dates a student. Fucking weird, dude. He literally dated a girl in college that he taught at. I'm sorry, Ross. Are we like in what world am I supposed to be rooting for that man? <laughs> he is he's the worst. He's like not a good friend. He doesn't he freak out. No, he doesn't freak out when he finds out about Chandler Monica. Does he? No, I don't think he does. I think he's like surprisingly cool about it. Oh, I I always like I said hated the relationship between Monica and Ross. I thought it was always weird. They were like a little bit too close. But also the relationship between Monica, Ross and their parents where he was like the he was the son that was like put on the pedestal like they loved him and they hated Monica. That always made me mad because I'm like literally what like what has he done? Like he dated an 18-year-old like what? I'm sorry like are we like why why are his parents obsessed with him he's he's so fucking lame and then he then he decides to marry Emily and says Rachel's name at the altar 
in what world am I rooting for this man who is just constantly doesn't know what he wants and is like screwing up the lives of every single person that he encounters? In what world am I supposed to be rooting for that man? You tell me. No, no, no. I'll wait. You tell me. I hate Ross Geller. I hate Ross Geller so, so, so much. And I will say, I did see um, when I was looking at other people's opinions of their like worst main characters of all time, some people did say some people. Oh, another thing. I'm sorry. I'm not done. I thought I was done. I'm not. When he gets Rachel pregnant and then he's like, well, I guess I'll just marry you. And she's like, I'm sorry, we are not in love. Like, why would we get married? And he's like, mm, it's just the right thing. Ew, I hated that. He like tried to control her life. And she was like, uh, no, I'm just going to like have the kid, like relax. Ew, he's so annoying. Um, I saw some people say that they thought that Rachel was the worst main character of all time. And I would like to say she pulled a Blair Waldorf because is she annoying in season one? Yes. But then she like really does get her shit together. You watch the character development, you watch her grow as a person and she just, she's instantly lovable even when she's annoying and like is the worst character a little bit in season one, you still are rooting for her. She always has the, you want to root for her ability and Ross just never has that because he's so fucking lame. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Um moving on. This one's kind of niche because I'm not sure how many people have watched this show, so I won't harp on it for too long, but if you have watched <laughs> if you have had the disprivilege of watching Dawson's Creek, then you will know what I'm talking about. Dawson's Creek teen drama. It's about these kids um in high school and you might have guessed it. The main character's name is in fact Dawson and he he I genuinely when I tell you this man made me stop watching the show that is how bad it was so that is one thing I cannot say about every other character on this list like even though I hated them as main characters and even though they were in every single episode because they're fucking main characters I never once got to the point where I was like I legitimately cannot watch this episode because it is so brutal I felt that way about Dawson Leary of Dawson's Creek. He is the, he is like Ross Geller on steroids. He is the worst version of Ross Geller. He is the mopiest sad sack who can't make up his fucking mind. He makes it everyone's problem. He's like vindictive too. And he, oh my God, I hate him. If you've not watched Dawson's Creek, I highly recommend it just so you can get even the the slightest taste of what I'm talking about because I I'm like not kidding like when I watched it I was genuinely like is this satire like how it was that bad that I was like how on earth am I supposed to feel any type of positive feelings toward this man he is the fucking worst like and I I I fully mean that I'm not exaggerating at all he is the worst one of the big premises on their show is um he's in high school and he's like a big movie guy so right off the bat like he calls movies films like he's that guy so you hate him right away like right away you're like oh no and then his whole like plot line is that he's grown up with the classic girl next door who is Katie Holmes and they are like best friends have been best friends ever since they were little kids and then they're like kind of getting to an age where it's like okay wait do we have feelings for each other right and it turns out that Katie Holmes character I forget her name now Joey Joey that's her name Joey Joey like 
decides that she actually has a crush on Dawson, but she's kind of like a tomboy. Like she tries to play it off cool because she's, you know, she's the girl next door. She has to play it off cool. Anyways, then this new girl comes to town. Dawson decides he likes her. He ends up screwing up that whole relationship because halfway through the relationship with that girl, he decides, wait a minute, maybe I do like Joey after he had kind of like blown Joey off. So it was kind of this like, you're already like, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Like you just went after like the the next best thing or the next big thing. You know what I mean? Like he went after like the new girl in town, like so stereotypical. So then here's the real plot twist. Joey ends up getting into a relationship with the other member of their little trio. His name is Pacey. Yeah, I think it is. I think I'm doing a really good job here, actually. Joey and Pacey start dating. And this was like a real, real plot twist because like Pacey's like, he's not as, um, you know, deep and sentimental as Dawson is. So it's like kind of like, what is this duo doing? Like, who are Joey and Pacey? Like, what are they? They end up being like one of the best TV couples of all time. I love them together. Absolutely love them together. But guess why you can't love them together? Because Dawson motherfucking Leary keeps popping his little head up where it does not. It has no business being. It has no business being. And he makes their relationship like miserable. And it's so sad because you love this relationship. And at this point, you are so rooting for for Pacey and Joey like it's not one of those love triangles where it's like 50 50 and people are still rooting for Dawson I do not know any single person that would be rooting for Dawson at that point in time I do not I do not I don't think they exist it's one of those times where like the writing just kind of seems to completely go against what the audience wants so not only that but he's definitely the kind of guy that's like he's the he's the where's my hug guy he is Dawson I think is actually like one of the OG where's my hug guys he's the absolute fucking worst like truly the worst human being he's also the kind of guy that says like fake deep things like at one point he like he was like well I reject reality like he's kind of like a I don't know like a philosophy major stoner that thinks that everything he says is like the most groundbreaking earth-shattering sentiment and it's just not. And it's like one of those things where it's like so cringy and like very embarrassing. You get secondhand embarrassment just like watching it unravel because it's like, are you okay? Like, why are you saying the things that you're saying? I think where the writers really went wrong with him and his character was that they made him being dramatic, like his whole personality, which is funny if it's like a quirky added part to your personality, but it's not funny if it's the whole personality. You know what I mean? It's not um, endearing or charming. It is point blank period annoying and no one liked it at all. He is like the antithesis of a protagonist that you root for. So for that reason, he's honestly like top, top of my list. Um, anyways, he, he's also, I just read something. I just read this, but he's the kind of guy that... Um, if you're like, haha, men are trash. He's like, not all men. Mm, you know, that would be him. He's, he's everything I hate about men in one single person. So for that reason, for all those reasons that I just ranted about, um, I hate him. And that's why he is top of my, of my list in my head. Um, next up, next up we have Gossip Girl. Okay. Gossip Girl. Let's think. 
who do we think was the worst main character in that show? Because I know a lot of people are going to say Miss Serena Vanderwoodson. And to that, I say, you're wrong. Want to know why? Because I don't know. She slays. Like, I hate to say it. I, cause I get it. I get it. She could be really, yeah, she was terrible, but I still, I still loved her. I was still rooting for her. You want to know who I was very seldom rooting for? Dan fucking Humphrey. That man was, I mean, first of all, at the core of it, Gossip Girl spoiler alert, if you haven't, I feel like I don't need to say spoiler alert because that show's been out for like 20 years or something, 15 maybe, I don't know. Um, Dan Humphrey is Gossip Girl. So just who he is as a person throughout the entirety of the show is horrible he is backstabbing he is conniving he is genuinely out to destroy the lives of people that he ends up becoming good friends with that premise in and of itself is enough to hate him as a main character how are you rooting for someone who is constantly trying to start the demise of all of his you know friends or his peers do they deserve it yeah a little bit but it's such a weak like I just think we overlook the fact that like that is truly at its core psychotic. That is psychotic to go through all that effort and become Gossip Girl. Like you are a psychopath. 100%. You are so, so solely committed to ruining the lives of, of people. Like that is just weird. It's straight up weird. And I would not want to be friends with that person. Call me crazy. I wouldn't want to be friends with a person who tries to ruin my life like repeatedly and is constantly embarrassing people and exploiting people's secrets and, you know, causing real like turmoil in these people's lives. Like how many times did what Gossip Girl wrote become the catalyst for like the the downfall of relationships and friendships and like the start of family drama? Like it is truly psychopathic what he did. Um, and furthermore, he is the worst in every other way. He's kind of, he, he's giving me Dawson Leary a little bit in the sense where he's, he's the dramatic, he's the, like, I'm not like those guys because I read books and I live in Brooklyn and my dad is in a band and we eat waffles. And so for those reasons, I'm not going to screw you over like those other guys. But then he's actually completely dedicated his life to a blog wherein he fully just destroys the lives of everyone he knows. So pick a lane, Dan Humphrey. Also, don't like that your name is Dan Humphrey. There, I said it. I said it. He is just, he's a mess. He's an absolute mess. He has no redeeming qualities. He's also friends with Vanessa hate her. So poor taste and judgment there. I just, he's also, didn't he, he was in a relationship with Georgina, truly sleeping with the enemy. Are you kidding? I cannot, I truly cannot find one redeeming quality about him. And the weirdest part of Gossip Girl is obviously we don't find out that Dan Humphrey was Gossip Girl until the literal last episode. Which makes sense because like for the plot of the show, it's like supposed to be a secret. And if we knew, then I don't know how the show would continue. Right. So that makes sense. But the thing is, is they had kind of like built up Dan's like character arc and his character development just to drop a bomb the final episode that he was actually the one that had been ruining their lives for six years. And it's like, how do we let that go? Do you know what I mean? Like, how are we supposed to look past that? 
when that's how you end the show because it just makes you rethink everything so even if he did have minor bits of like character development or like just moments where you thought to yourself maybe he isn't the worst person in the world you definitely are thinking that when he announces that and it's weird because then everyone's like you know what I don't care honestly you made our lives better (laughs) no he didn't babe he didn't think of how much more peaceful your lives would have been I just don't I I don't get it I also hate that because of his existence Serena and Nate didn't get together and that is something that will always be very detrimental in my eyes um Anyways, moving on. Okay, next up, this is again kind of a niche one. It's from Pretty Little Liars, and he's not a main character, but he is someone that we are expected to be rooting for for, throughout the entirety of the show. And for that reason, I put him on the list, and he is none other than Ezra Fitz. Now, if you didn't watch the show, or it's been a while, let me refresh your memory. Ezra Fitz is an English teacher at Rosewood High School. Yes, the high school where all four of the main characters attend and they're all in his class. And oh yeah, he has a cute little relationship with one of the main characters, Aria. And for whatever reason, (laughs) not only are we supposed to be okay with it, we are supposed to be fully rooting for this very, very illegal relationship. Because Arya is 16 at the time of the show. And the whole premise of their relationship is that they meet at a bar, question mark, question mark. Arya is literally 16. They meet at a bar before their first day of school. And they end up like making out at the bar. And then the next day is the first day of school. And she finds out that he's a teacher there. And she had lied to him about being a college student. And he said he was in college but really he was like a teacher. I don't know. It's weird. And then they straight up end up dating for through throughout the entire show and they get married and we are just supposed to sit back and applaud when this man is straight up so manipulative, so creepy, uh, a felon, <laughs> like he is breaking all these rules and he's just very, he's very condescending. Um, he's, I feel like I don't need to say much about him because I think I've said the the main point, which is that he's illegally dating a student. Um, and for that reason, I'm out. It's just, it's so weird. The weirdest part, I actually rewatched Pretty Little Liars last year. I loved Pretty Little Liars, but I watched it in real time. So like when season one came out in what, like 2012 or something before that, 2010 probably, I that's when I watched season one and then I watched season two the next year season three like while it was all on TV so I hadn't watched like those first episodes in years and years and years and I watched it again last year and it's it's a great show to rewatch it's honestly I think it's really good there I said it I think it's really good I love all those characters like they're so fun but I really um, there's this one scene after Arya and Ezra have been dating for a while where um, they go to her parents and they like confess to them that they've been dating. And for whatever reason, they literally think that the parents are going to be like so chill about it. Like they, for whatever reason, they fully think that the parents will just be like, okay, <laughs> you have our blessing. 
when it is so fucking creepy and weird and obviously the parents do not react that way but it's like just the premise behind it is like why did you think why did you think that and the whole thing it's just so creepy and I don't know you have to like the only real relationship that I liked throughout that whole show was Caleb and Hannah they are 100% the best couple on that show and honestly Caleb was kind of like the quintessential good boyfriend when your girlfriend is being like stalked by truly like an axe murderer you know what I mean and Ezra just could never like he could never be that person he because he was like his nose was always in a book and he was always hooking up with a student so like for those reasons like he just couldn't he couldn't be emotionally available you know what I mean anyways anywho moving on okay next up we have None other than Lucas Scott. Yep, that's right. We are going to Tree Hill High, One Tree Hill. What a phenomenal show. If Do you, do any of you guys listen to um, the Drama Queens podcast with Sophia Bush and Hillary Burton and Bethany Joy Lenz? Because that podcast is so, so good. I love all of them so much. Um, I highly recommend if you watched One Tree Hill and loved it as much as I did. But Lucas Scott... He takes broody and annoying to another level. He does. He does. And I will say as far as as he goes in comparison to the other um, male protagonists that have made the list, he's not as bad. I will give him that. He's like not as bad because he has his moments where I am rooting for him. And that cannot be said about any of the other men I have on this list, unfortunately. I... I was rooting for Lucas in certain moments. I think it's hard because like it starts off and he's this like underdog. So you're rooting for him in that sense because you're always rooting for an underdog. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know if he fits in. He's trying to like he's on this kind of like social come up where he's joining the basketball team and becoming popular and making new friends and blah, blah, blah. So you're kind of like rooting from them. And then he becomes the worst person ever when he decides to date Brooke Davis, but also be like in a weird emotional entanglement with Peyton, her literal best friend. And something about that dynamic really never sat right with me because he knew what he was doing. Like he knew he was totally fucking up this friendship that is so iconic and so integral to the show and to the school and to honestly the structure of society as we know it and he just did not give a rat's ass you know what I mean like he didn't he literally could not be bothered and it was just it was again it's like self-centered he really only cared about himself and fair enough because fair enough because he was just like lost and confused I think you know like he he wasn't used to this like attention he wasn't used to being popular he didn't know what to do with it but still, it was just, it was questionable to say, to say the least. And his, he was a really bad boyfriend to Brooke, even when he wasn't cheating on her with Peyton. And he was, he was kind of, he was a bad friend to Haley sometimes because he'd be like weirdly overprotective and too involved in her life. And it's like, I'm sorry, she's her own person. Like you have to let her live her life a little bit. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing he's 
he just he was by far the worst character worst main character on that show love Brooke love Peyton love Haley love Nathan so unfortunately it had to be him because even to to pit him against Nathan who is someone that we are not supposed to like really from the beginning he's kind of the antagonist in like the early early season one but you're always rooting for him because you see right off the bat that like he struggles with his home life because he has a terrible father and you you kind of start to see him soften up when he meets Haley so you're always rooting for him you are literally always rooting for him we cannot say the same about Lucas because he fucked up and then he's the kind of like he would fuck up and then he'd be like I'm sorry I messed up and it's like okay that doesn't erase every bad thing you've ever done you know what I mean I think he would kind of like take it lightly and that's another reason why Mm -mm. no for me okay who do we have next uh I saved one of the most controversial for last and maybe this isn't controversial Elena Gilbert of Vampire Diaries. Elena Gilbert is actually, I think she is widely regarded as like a horrible, horrible main character. And I think, I think she is really seen as like the worst main character because I mean, it's her show. Like if you had to pick a main character of Vampire Diaries, it would be her. But every other main character is so much better than her. So it's kind of weird because it's like, wait, isn't she the main character? Like, yes, but we like everyone else way more than her. Damon, way better than her. Stefan, way better than her. Bonnie and Caroline are like the two queens of the show. Like they rule the show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like Elena is almost a side character, but she is horrible. She's indecisive right? She has to make up her goddamn mind, which is something she is apparently incapable of doing. She cannot make up her own own mind. And she is very much, she makes everything everyone's problem. Like every little thing that happened in her life became genuinely life endangering to every other person in her life. And she was just kind of like, it's, and it was weird because it's like, is that even her fault or is it just weird that every single other person was like so willing to literally fall on the sword for her? You know what I mean? I think the times that we really got to see Elena at her worst was in her friendship with Bonnie. Bonnie, who was literally her best friend in the entire world, right? And Bonnie finds out that she's a witch and has these magical powers. But when she would use said magical powers, she would be literally first of all she'd be like risking her life like she could have dropped dead at any given moment from using her magical powers but she was also in like physical pain when she would do that and Elena just kind of like called on her to do that all the fucking time and it's like a girl she's like not she's not well like why are you you got to figure out something else here you know what I mean she just always required um help from literally every other person on the show to like she just roped everyone into everything and she was the cause of all of the drama and then everyone else had to had to come to bat for her and like come to the rescue and save the day and they just didn't deserve to be put through that you know what I mean but again it's it's she's someone that you are supposed to be rooting for through and through and through and we have very except for like season one, because I think season one, you find out that she lost her parents. And so obviously you're like, oh my God, this poor girl. And then we go through 
you know, she finds out that her boyfriend's a vampire. I would imagine that that's a pretty tumultuous, that's, that's, that's some crazy news to hear to anyone. And so you're kind of rooting for her then because it's like, what's going on? What's going on? But I don't, after season one, I think she really goes downhill. And then she left. She literally left for the last like three, four seasons. What the fuck was that? Because the entire plot revolved around her and she left. And that, even that was fucked up. And that probably wasn't her fault, but it was. It was still fucked up. Oh man, I feel like I need to, I need to go watch some more Gilmore Girls. Um, because I need to decompress after just speaking such vitriolic hate of all of these characters. Um, anyways... Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you follow the podcast on Instagram at parkedcarcombos.pod. Give this ep- uh, give this episode, give this give the podcast a rating, a review. Follow it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to it. I don't even know the words I'm saying anymore. I hope you enjoyed this and I will talk to you next week. Bye.